Hey, what's going on, Wild Hunt Sports fans? We're back at it again with another edition of your Wild Hunt Sports Weekly Podcast. This for the week of May 31st. Holy cow, Maddie, we are already in May. What's going on here? We have deep in the NHL playoffs. We're going to get to that. We've got conference finals going on in the NBA. We've got a little baseball. We've got a full slate for you today, so stick with us and uh, have a great time with the ride here. What do you got for us, Maddie? I mean, we're basically in June at this point. We're in conference finals mania in the NHL. We're almost there with the NBA. We got the mailbag to get to today. I'm excited to see what our fans have uh, given us today. Remember, you can be a part of this as well. Check out the email, info at wildonsports.com. On Twitter, at wildonsports. You can find us on Facebook as well by searching for Wild on sports. So, Dennis, we're going to jump right into it. The first mailbag question from Chris from Brunswick, Maine. He says, agree or disagree, if the Bruins win their series against the Penguins, it'll be because of Tuca's goaltending. Absolutely agree. I mean, if they're going to have even a remote chance against that just incredibly stacked offense, it's going to have to be Tuca time. And he's going to have to do it in Boston. And more importantly, he's going to have to do it in Pittsburgh, where those fans are going to be all over him. It's going to be whiteout like you have not seen a whiteout before. It's going to be just endless Crosby love. And those guys are so deep, Matt. How how do you stop them? What do you do? I agree with you. It's absolutely going to have to be two good time. I don't think he can give up more than two goals in any game this series. I mean, going one step beyond Tuka, the combination or maybe split combination of Char and Seidenberg is going to be huge because you have Crosby with one line and you have Malkin with the other. It looks like the Bruins are going to keep those guys together, at least for the first game, which, I mean, I think is kind of crazy. If it were me, I would put Seidenberg on Crosby. He's a little bit smaller, a little bit quicker. He's got a better chance of staying with him, I think. And you're going to want the big body of Chara to try to shut down Malkin down low. I mean, when he gets positioned with that huge frame of his, he's impossible to take off the puck. He's like a young, young Yager in that sense. I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think the Bruins want the Penguins to dictate what they do. I mean, the Bruins have to play their own game. The Penguins have to play their own game. I think they're just going to try to go strength on strength. All right, guys, this next question comes from Mason in Harrison, Arkansas. He wants to know, what's the reason Detroit has gone from a seventh seed to a legit cup contender? Maybe Jimmy Howard. He's the reason why Detroit's gone from that seventh seed to a real cup threat. He's been standing on his head lately. Uh, we saw it at the University of Maine where he played really well. He's transitioned that into success in the NHL. It's all about Jimmy. Yeah, no no doubt. Howard has been huge. Um, the real reason, I think, Matt, for this kind of resurrection of Detroit, who, I mean, they, they were dead out to dry. You lose Nick Lindstrom. You lose Thomas Holmstrom. How do you replace those guys? Well, it took um, almost 60 games to figure that out. Um, but at the end of the day, you don't replace them. Nick Lindstrom with 
another guy on defense. You don't have another one. Nick Lynch from coming. You fill those voids by getting stronger with your two best players and then Zetterberg and Vatuk. And, I mean, they, they were banged up for big courses in the season. They were both guys that were playing overseas, coming back. So, they, I mean, by the time you're at the Game 7, which they were the other night, I mean, those guys have played 80, 90 hockey a full season of them. Um, so, I mean, they're finally coming around, and that offense is the reason why they were able to contend the way they were. Um, it's the only reason they were able to stick with Chicago. And of course, now we know, in retrospect, obviously that question came before Game 7 went down. Um, Chicago winning in overtime, really, really cool. And to that one, it's always fun, that when the, the goal scored in Game 7 down the series. Man, I... I feel bad for the fan base almost to put so much of their own dedication into that and just to get crushed like that. Yeah, I mean, just talking with our uh, our home Brian Pierce, who you guys probably read every week on A Nice Life. Well, you read one column of his, and you can tell he believes the red and white for the for Detroit. There, absolutely loves him. Um, Poor guy, I feel for him, but uh, hey, they they showed what they can do. They've got a pretty good young nucleus still. Um, they'll be back next year looking like the Red Wings of old, and the run of continuing to make the Cups looks like it's going to continue. So, yeah. All right, guys, the third question we've got today comes from Jack in Calabasas, which I think is in California. Um, at least I think so. We're going with Calabasas, California. And he wants to know, what do the Pacers need to do to knock off the Heat? All right, going to his Google Maps to find Calabasas. Good for him. Great guy. All right, well, thank you for the question. We appreciate it. Um, first and foremost, the answer without question is Roy Hibbert. Um, the one way that you beat this Miami team is to slow the game down, throw it down low, and just pound those guys into submission. It's the only way you can do it. You can't run on them. They're too fast. You can't try to outscore them. You've got to slow it down. You've got to keep it a low-scoring game, which is what we've seen Indiana do on a couple of these things. And the reason why they've been able to stay as close to Miami as they have is Roy Hibbert. He's the nail on the head there. Even when two of the big three from the Heat have an off game, like Wade and Bosch did, Miami still won by seven, and that's just on the beastly shoulders of LeBron, as much as I hate to say it. George Hill needs to step up. Psycho T, Tyler Hansborough needs to step up. It, it, it's really all they have to do. I mean, they have to put everything they have into these remaining games. I mean, you hate to use a cliche, it's a playoffs. You have to do everything you can to win, but... It's absolutely what they have to do. They have to play balls-to-the-wall basketball from here on out. And the final question today comes from Greg in Raleigh, North Carolina. How will the Spurs' layoff affect them? I think it can only be positive for the Spurs. I mean, they're an old team. I got some old bones on that team with Duncan, Ginobili, and so on and so forth. So to get that layoff, get the time to rest and watch all the tape that they can on the heat. They need it. They need that layoff to get prepared. And the biggest thing for them is going to be 
and bones. I mean, Tim Duncan has found the fountain of youth, as we talked about last week, and kind of come back from nowhere to be just an all-star again. I mean, he's the reason why they're there. But even the other guys, Parker, Jamal, all those guys, are old. There's a lot of wear and tear on those bodies. So when it comes down to the NBA playoffs, if you get an extra couple of nights of rest, that can mean all the difference. I completely agree with you, and I don't think it just has to be the NBA playoffs. I think in any playoff stretch, getting a little bit of time is helpful. So, again, the Spurs need it. Um, the Bruins were able to get that as well. Pittsburgh got it as well, where they were waiting for the uh, Western Conference Finals to wrap up. Um, I think time off can only be a good thing. Yeah, that's going to wrap it up for the Wild on Sports quick mailbag today. We'd like to thank everyone that emailed in gave all their questions today. We really appreciate it. I'd like to thank our friend Sam for the intro music. Awesome. Again, check us out on Twitter at Wild on Sports. Email in. Be a part of the mailbag. Hear why the show runs. And that's info at wildonsports.com. Dennis, playoff predictions. Real quick. Shoot them out. Um, I've got the Penguins in six. And over in the West, I've got L.A. in six as well. Give me the Blackhawks in six. Give me the Bruins in seven. Go Bees. And, of course, before we go, we get to throw a huge shout-out to our uh, buddy Sam Utz. Check him out, Samuel Utz. That's SamuelUTZ.com. Um, give him a, a little thank you. He's got some really cool stuff going out there. Um, and, of course, of course, check out the FanDuel links on our site. It's the most fun we have playing fantasy sports. I love to take down his ass playing it. He gives me money every week because I beat him so often. Uh, again, thanks for all your questions today. Next week, we'll get another one out for you. The Memorial Day holiday kind of threw us off a little bit. But at Wild on Sports on Twitter, info at wildonsports.com. Until next time, see you Sports Nation. Balls to the wall, basketball.